0: Does that work? Zimcaster always mostly works. Welcome to the Get Offset Podcast. My name is Emily.
1: And my name is Andrew.
0: And we're here today with Steve Selvage from uh, the Hold Steady, most notably, I think, at this point.
2: Yeah.
0: Hey, Steve, coming at us from uh, a room full of guitars in Memphis, I assume.
3: Maybe in Memphis. I could be somewhere else. I don't know. I'm, I'm not telling. So, <laughs> how's it going, y'all?
0: It's going. You know, it's a beautiful, crisp day in Seattle. Yeah. Not wet yet.
3: It's raining yeah. here, or it's been raining. Oh, is it? It's it's, it's lovely and overcast. I kind of like it, but you know, it's warm. It's warm. It's, it's like it was oh, very cold in New York, but it's very warm here, or warmish.
0: Huh. How warm is it?
3: It was in the seventies yesterday. Wow, yeah, that sounds nice. Yeah, yeah. I, grilled, I grilled some ribeyes and some shishito peppers. Ooh, it was nice.
0: Quick. That sounds great. Honestly. That sounds like the
3: life. Yeah. I, man, you know what? It's been I hadn't grilled enough. I realized I hadn't grilled in a while. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it was good to it was good to do it. I've got this uh, coffee based dr- dry rub that I do on ribeyes, and it's. It's really good.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah um, what kind of grill do you have? Because this, this is actually, we talk about this on the podcast a lot grilling these days.
3: Weber cattle. Nice. Weber. Yeah. Classic, you know. Yep. But nice. it's, it's got the, the instead of just the, the saucer, it's got the, the catcher, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is an incredible pain in the ass to get on and off. Sure. Um, you know, that helps with airflow so much. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a deal with Weber, so I can say that they're not. You know. <laughs> but you know, I can't, I important. can't,
0: I can't trash talk Traegers. That's the, that's that's the rule.
3: Yeah. I can. So what, what, is, what? are y'all grilling with?
0: Uh, I have a Traeger 575
3: Pro. I don't. I gotta look that up. I don't know what it is.
0: It's a wood pellet grill, but um, I've done I've done some work <laughs> for them. So after it's an outdoor oven. Yeah.
2: Is that like a? But port- it makes
0: really great pulled pork. It makes really great chickens. <laughs> that's right.
3: That's right. You're Southern, right? You're from
0: <laughs> I'm from Ohio, but like I have lots of family in South Carolina that I was always very, very close with. Okay. And I lived in Nashville for eight years.
3: You lived in Nashville for a while. I don't know how I got that you lived in Kentucky. That's craziness.
0: Well, Cincinnati's basically Kentucky north.
3: Yeah. Sure. Sure.
0: Says, uh, you, if you've played since now, you probably, have you played the Southgate House? Did you ever play the Southgate House when I was? Of course. That's yeah. What a beautiful old oh, fire yeah. trap. Oh yeah, Garden Street, right? Yeah.
3: yeah. I've, I played the big room. I played the tiny room. I've I, Man, I, I fucked up my... I cut myself so bad loading up those stairs to the like the small, like you're. It's like you're playing. In I, yeah, game. my
0: friends do record releases in that room, and it is yeah. a hike.
3: That's that's the big joke that I've been making. Like when we did these broken bulb streaming shows for the UK, like you know, my dad joke is like, "Well, I've certainly played to nobody before, so,"
0: <laughs>
3: to an empty room or whatever. Mm. Um.
0: Yeah, man. Cool. I am. Um, Though I don't know what's worse, like playing the. Did you ever play the high watt in Nashville? It's like the Mercy Lounge, but up another floor.
3: <laughs> oh, that—that's the—is that the whole cannery like the complex? Yeah, the
0: cannery facility. I, think I played all
3: the yeah, I played all the rooms in there as well.
0: Oh yeah, I saw Craig and the uh, the High Watt once. Yeah, and it was it was well attended show, but I remember thinking, and I hate to I hate to load drums up this or like a big amp.
3: Oh, yeah, I played because I
0: played the Mercy, and it, that was enough for me.
3: Was the cannery the big room?
0: Yeah, the big first floor room and then there's nah, the Mercy on the second floor with the pool table in the back and then there's a high wad at the top.
3: Yeah. I've so I think the last – I did it must have been Bash and Pop that did the Mercy.
0: That sounds like appropriately sized, yeah.
3: Yeah. Um back in the olden days.
0: <laughs> the old when days we of did shows.
3: Yes. The before times. <laughs>
0: But you're still You've still played A couple of shows Albeit for uh, Virtual audiences And I uh, Just watched A a bunch of them Was that last weekend? Was that just last weekend? Yeah I mean like
3: Yeah this This time last week uh, 1230 I was probably playing A stream for like A radio station or A farm in Auckland or something I don't know Like um, Yeah Yeah That was last weekend
0: Oh it was the soundtrack This time last week That's what it was Yep Yeah. Yeah
3: We were sound checking. I mean, I was probably listening to the dulcet tones of Rob Sheffield. Um,
0: (laughs) Oh man, that guy's mask just barely fit on that face.
3: Oh, because his smile is so big. Because he's such an awesome
0: person. Yeah, he's a great guy. I mean, I remember uh, when I when I met my now husband. One of the first things I did was I handed him a Rob Sheffield book. (laughs) Nice. Like I was like, I really like this book. I think you would like it. And I was like, and then he read it, he had things to say about it, and I was like, that that's a man who reads. That's
2: a winner. <laughs> Snag.
0: Mm. Oh, my God. Yeah. I was just doing something, and um, I found this random washer on the ground, and now I'm worried about what instrument or what it came from.
3: Oh, man, maybe somebody Ford versus Ferrari'd you. <laughs> Sorry. I just watched that movie.
1: I watched Um, the first like mm -hmm. 20 minutes of that, I think. Yeah. In a hotel room last year with someone I know who was staying in the next room over who had pirated a copy. And so it
3: kept skipping chunks of scenes. Oh, wow.
2: (laughs) I've seen (laughs) it on the plane.
3: I watched it on the plane on the way home uh, last weekend. And I've, I've, I've watched that movie a lot. I like it a lot. Good. I mean, I know ultimately it's just a buddy pick, but, uh, (laughs) I think Christian Bale's great. Um, and I'm a fan of Matt Damon's. Matt Damon. Um, (laughs) yeah, I like racing too. I've I've been a racing fan since I was a kid. Yeah. I mean, mean, what's
0: your, what what kind of racing do you like? Like NASCAR, like F1, IndyCar?
3: I like SCCA, um, I like NASCAR. Actually, I was in the NASCAR before and it was like, you know, still like they, when they showed it on the Nashville Network or whatever.
0: Oh, TNN, yeah. In, in
3: the 80s, you know, um I I haven't followed it in years, you know, since it got so big, but uh Yeah. I
0: love I love about NASCAR is that it's really it's a soap opera but fast. Well, I yeah, those people.
3: I mean, you know the whole thing is just a bunch of rednecks turning left. It's like that really does <laughs> not take into account the fact that everybody's given the same thing and it's how you fucking, you know fucking cracker ass shade tree mechanic it, you know
0: <laughs> to, to get the That's most cool. out of
3: it. And then the way yeah. you are, you know? Um and uh, I like, have you
0: ever watched a have you ever watched a chump car race? A what? Chump car. It's like Trump I think car. that I think it's like the, the rules like, are you have to you have to have bought the car you have to have bought the car for $600 or less.
3: Oh, I love it.
0: So there's just like all these junky cars <laughs> racing around, like, um, VIR, Virginia International Raceway is right. the, they used to be a client of mine. So then I was always, I always love like posting about oh, the chump car because it was the fun pictures.
3: Wow. I got to check that out.
1: Oh. Um, it's
2: pretty
0: funny.
1: I liked I'll, NASCAR. I liked, uh, NASCAR as a kid until it betrayed me. Wow. How did it
0: betray you? Show me on the
1: How NASCAR hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's related to all of this and my hat. and the I uh, I chose my favorite racer when I was a kid purely based on color. Right, um, to be uh, Tony Stewart because he was sponsored by Home Depot. Was driving an orange car.
2: Right,
3: and right. as I
1: grew older and learned more about the kind of man that Tony Stewart
3: is, I then realized yeah. I made a terrible choice. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anything
0: about Tony Stewart.
3: I, uh, yeah, I don't either. But I, I can. I can I'm, Imagine not give the demographics of a lot of people in NASCAR I could probably see where you're going with that.
1: I mean, he allegedly I, intentionally ran over a coworker or a, a not coworker, a fellow racer that he had a problem with on guy. the track. Yeah.
0: That guy. Yep. Yep. Yeah. He killed that guy, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't a NASCAR race. That was like some weird like midnight oil kind of race.
1: Something like that. The, he yeah. he put the dude into the side on the first lap and came back around and as the dude was getting out his car, clipped him.
2: Oh,
0: well, I remember- actually, the guy was like walking toward the car and on the track. He was trying to be a big, big man. It looked like to me. Yeah.
3: It yeah. wow.
1: was allegedly, according was to uh, his lawyers, I'm sure it was an accident. Um, but I, I had long, long before that incident, I realized that I don't. Uh, so that's uh, that is how I both fell in love with NASCAR and fell out of love with NASCAR. Purely based around my love of the color orange.
3: Well, orange is tr- tricky, man. Um,
0: how do you feel about the Days of Thunder? Days uh, of Thunder. The movie?
3: Yeah, it's Top Gun Cars. Mm. I don't think I've I, was, I
0: haven't seen it. Is it a Paramount yeah. movie? Because I feel like it was a Paramount movie. I don't know. About I feel it. like there's a ride about it at the Paramount theme park where I worked.
3: It's a movie that an old person like myself had seen. Um, probably. Is.
0: Days of Thunder.
3: It's Tom Cruise.
0: 1990.
3: Nicole, I think it's the first movie with Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. It's where they met, I believe.
0: Weirdly, apparently a lot of people search for Days of Thunder like... In February, the week of February 14th. So I wonder what happened that particular week that everyone was searching for Daisy. Valentine's of Day?
3: On Google. Yeah, they wanted to see that sweet Kidman Cruz love on Valentine's Day.
0: <laughs> I think I may be, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite pictures is her singing and dancing to herself while she's leaving her lawyer's office after signing the divorce papers to Tom Cruise. She's just jubilant. This is a guitar podcast
3: Yeah, I know <laughs> There's guitars behind me
0: So Steve, what's new with you?
3: What's new with me? Well, I'll show you the, the newest thing The absolute newest thing is this
0: You finished it I finished it Nice For those for those listening at home and not watching on YouTube Steve has a beautiful uh, what, what, Was that um, Fiesta Red? Yes it is
3: yeah. Nice because, about it? well, you know, two years ago, as you, if you follow me on Instagram, you remember that I built with the help of my guitar guy in town, I built this Sonic Blue Telecaster mm-hmm. and I love it so much. And immediately upon, you know, bonding with it, I was like, I want to look at this next to a Fiesta Red Telecaster.
0: Like, oh yeah, <laughs> it, it,
3: this, this begat this, like, I was like, it, this is like the happiest thing in the world to me.
0: It's, nice. I have this it's thing. It's so beautiful.
3: I mean, I'm sure I'm not unique, but I had this like thing like in my brain where like, I'm obsessed with things that are the same thing in different colors. Sure. Like, and you know,
0: in, uh, Jordan's. Yeah. yeah. Going
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> straight for the jugular there, Emily. <laughs> the,
0: the jugular
3: Jordan. Um,
0: what I was not—I was not an insult.
3: <laughs> That's fair. That's completely fair. That is fair. Uh, you know, uh, skateboards. Um, I'm gonna get up. And-
0: boss, boss pedals.
3: Boss pedals. Oh, did I, I just like these things? You know, like yeah, skate decks. Um, oh, I just reorganized my my pedals. I just like totally like just rammed a piece of plywood into the top of this shelf so I could get another shelf so I had more room for cuz my pedals were just in a pile.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I've got I I need to sell some because I'm I'm out of shelf storage yeah. and I'm kind of running out of uh uh cabinet storage and I have them all kind of in a the rest are kind of in a bar cart situation. <laughs>
3: I have moved some pedals recently for that very reason. Like yeah. um I bought that dirty little secret and I liked it, but it was just like redundant in terms of what I had. Um and I think I was trying to fund another, probably trying to fund this this telly build, probably. Um,
0: what you got in that guitar as far as pickups?
3: Uh Lawler Telly Specials. Mm. Pretty much my go to. That's I've got um I've got that in both of these guitars, and
0: yeah.
3: I've got this thing, all nine pounds, 15 ounces of it. Uh, nice.
0: Yes, yeah. We good. were just talking about that guitar last week. Yeah. Was that the uh, one we were talking about, actually?
3: Were we, no, 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 no. That's the Deluxe. No, no, no. That's the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the 73 Telly Deluxe. Um, but anyway, you know, 1976, these pickups are shit. Um, <laughs> I, I put a Lawler. It, yeah, um, but you didn't
1: replace the, the wide range humbucker, did you? Oh, no, 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 okay,
3: just checking. Um, yeah, this guitar is everything that's people said was wrong with CBS Fender. You know, it's got a thick, thick ass polyurethane finish, it is literally almost 10 pounds. It's the heaviest guitar that I own, um, and this this is one of the best mm. sounding cars I have. Like in terms of like meat and potatoes rhythm tracks or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this thing sticks to tape. Like, I mean, it's insane. Or sticks to hard drive.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess sticks to tape is not the go to method of uh, well, sticking things on, anymore.
3: <laughs> depends on where you are. If, if you have a budget, it can stick to tape, but um,
0: tape's expensive, man.
3: Do not I know. Yeah. You know, tape's expensive, it takes up a lot of space, you know. Once again It has to be
0: kept it has to be kept just right.
3: Actually, it doesn't it it doesn't. I mean you should, but like it's also historically so far to date the most durable medium there is. I mean, I have you know, because I am of a certain age and have been doing this for a certain amount of time, like I've got so much like records of two inch, you know. And they're all in storage, you know, but, uh, and they're all fine. Uh, now I did a record with a band in the early 2000s and I would be very surprised if that was the lossy um, hard drive would spin up right now.
0: Yeah, that's fair.
3: I mean, I'm sure yeah, you put it
0: all in the cloud. Yeah.
3: yeah Jesus. Um, so Yeah. Um, tape, it's crazy., um, I was doing a bunch of transfers uh, years a few years ago when I did a reissue of one of my dad's records and uh, well, I was doing transfers for that record, but my dad had just died, so I had like we were cleaning out stuff and I had all his tapes going back to the 60s. And like, okay so for, okay, for, first of all, sidebar. Uh, tape from the late seventies, early eighties is notoriously shitty. They tried to do a new emulsion, uh, formula that was supposed to be lower noise It was lower noise, but it does not last. It like, it's like, if you have tape from a certain era, just like, sometimes you can't, even, you can't bake it enough. It's just like, it just sheds right off. But anyway, um, I pulled up one, like, you know, four track, like, you know, one inch four track reel that was engineered by John Fry at Arden. You know, Scotch four track on a Scully, through you know, and it's fucking bulletproof, man. Like it just—it sounded like whatever. It sounded like a a CD or better, you know. Like it it was so pristine, and like that—that tape was from 1966, and it had just no problem, you know.
0: it gives me more hope for those Prince vaults, man. I heard that they were—they were not kept in good condition.
3: Yeah, I think you should probably be okay. I think they'd figured all that shit out. Well, I mean. Yeah, I don't know.
0: I mean, the stuff from the '80s is probably
3: yeah. Early fine. '80s might be a little dicey, but um, uh, yeah. but but you know, by the mid '80s, I think they would figured it out.
0: Yeah, I mean, they've released some good stuff, so obviously they figured they figured something out,
3: right? <laughs> um, nice. Did I tell you that I held a, a, a one of the cloud guitars?
0: <laughs> did you see me tweeting about the cloud guitars? I did. Like, I was good. I, love- I can't. <laughs> You know, How small are they? Are they so small? I mean,
3: they're regular scale length or whatever.
0: Yeah, but the bodies are so small. Is what I've always heard. I've never held one.
3: I didn't find it to be. I've got a picture. I love, I'll probably. am not. I'm not supposed to show the pictures. Uh, yeah,
0: that's that's kind of the rule. You can you can text it to me. I won't. I won't spread them around. <laughs> oh.
3: Um,
0: is that the white one? Yellow. Yellow. Ooh, yeah. I like the yellow. The peach. I love the peach one, though, man. Sign of the Times is such a great record.
3: Okay, so I have a... All right. I have a question. I've always thought okay. about this. All right. Was he thinking about his color scheme for the tour and the record while he was writing the record?
0: I oh, think so. I think... Do you know what? Do you know well, what?
3: Why?
0: Because
3: uh, you got the look, right? The, the Color Me Peach in Black. Color Me Taking It Back.
0: So that's... You know uh, his his then fiance's favorite colors were peach and black. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I know he was thinking about that when he wrote that line. The dress that Cat Glover wears on the cover of that record was originally Susanna Melvoin's. Uh huh. So uh, and it was a peach dress. So obviously he'd had this whole vibe, definitely set when he at the very least like started tracking these songs.
2: Yeah. Which like-
0: are like tracking the record, you know. Oh. I think so. Oh man! What great time, such a good record. Yeah. Andrew's over there, like somebody talk to me. What's new with you, Andrew?
1: <laughs> no, I'm I'm, I'm fascinated. Um, I hadn't considered that as a question before. Um, so what's new with me? Well, that
0: was Prince, though. Mm. <laughs> what you? What is the? Oh, it's your green screen. Andrew's it's got a my green screen. screen.
3: All right. <laughs>
0: What's what I need to do, Andrew, is I need to get a good good picture of this background so I can align it just right to make it look like you're like over here somewhere.
1: Yeah, that take take the picture with your webcam and then five minutes in OBS and it you'd be all set. <laughs> I mean that I really have no excuse for not having had it set up this morning. Um I meant to do it, and uh, uh, I decided being relatively on time was more important than showing up with the with a green screen. <laughs> Well, turns You're out I up with my tech issue. So, <laughs> well, I still had to finish eating. Oh so yeah, there was that.
0: Yeah, you. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, you, you apparently are a very slow eater. <laughs>
1: um, I mean that that admittedly was a lot more potato than I thought it was, is in terms of ratios.
0: Okay. Anyway, but yeah,
1: um, so I got the green screen. Got it from uh, um, our our, our friend uh, Guan Cheng, who I met. At uh, the whole steady the show. One,
0: the one who knows you is a little, little buddy.
1: Yeah, I met her at the whole the Hold steady show. I don't want to say a couple years ago, but a year and a half ago now. 20, 2019, 2019, right? Yeah, 2019. It would have been 20, uh, yeah, like August, September
0: 2019. Yeah. I'm glad that I got part it part out of of before it, it moved.
2: Yeah.
1: That teacher- um, so yeah, no, we met oh. him at that show, and and then a few couple weeks, couple weeks after the show, I went to go start my new job. I'm like, you look that familiar. guy's really
0: looking, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, so he sold it to me on the uh, the the friends deal.
2: Nice. Um,
1: and I set it up the other night, had a little bit of fun with it, and yeah, I'll have to have some fun with it in the future.
2: Hmm.
1: I'm moving, uh, moving all of everything that's in this room to another room in the house, um, sometime in April. And I might have to set that green screen up behind me more permanently.
0: Nice. So we'll see. Well,
1: I don't that's know. That's cool.
0: People.
1: I don't set plans. It'll, it'll just be fun. Endless yeah. possibilities.
0: Endless possibilities. People always ask me if my background is a green screen. So then I have to go and interact with it, like on zoom calls and stuff. Ooh, interactions. <laughs>
1: You know yeah. what you should do? Oh, you know, Emily, you know what you should do is you should, um, you should take a photo of that background and make it a, uh, um, patron tier to get access to the high, <laughs> so people can use as their Zoom background.
0: Should I, should I do, should I make a $2 tier and try to get all those $1 tiers to the $2 tiers? There you go. Double w- your investment can We're use on it Patreon. For their day job. Yes, please support us at Patreon.com/slash/getoffset. I'm pretty sure I need to thank some people.
1: Let's thank people. Let's
2: thank some people. We're thankful.
0: Shout out on the show, eat eat do. Stephen Gridley, thank you. All right. Is that Stephen with a P or a V? What
3: is that, Stephen with the P H or, or a V?
0: I have already marked it complete. I think it's... I All should right. know this because uh, I'm friends with him. <laughs> Matt Williams, $1 a month. Thank you. Mel Marie Dupree's, 5 euro a month. Thank you. Philip Carter. I What's Philip no. Carter's uh, from the 40 Watt Podcast? Thank you. Russell, no last name. Thank you. It's Joe Wilson. Heisey. It's
1: definitely Russell Wilson. What if it's yes. Russell Brand? <laughs> uh-
0: <laughs> oh, man. I would not be as happy with that. I'd be like, you should be giving me more money. <laughs> you can afford it. Uh, Joe Heisey, thank you. Mike Prier, oh, P-R-I-O-R-I-E, Priori. And someone whose username is Granap. If that is you, I sent you a message because you need to uh, get an invite to our Discord server. We have a patron-only Discord server at the $5 a month and above tier, and it's a lot of fun. And you get to hear me talk about how I cried because I realized I would never... I I realized I missed an opportunity to buy a guitar I really wanted. And then I didn't. Steve's jamming. (laughs) (laughs) What amp was that through?
3: Oh, it's my... Harmony H410A Oops, I've had it literally since my dad got it possibly before I was born Oh, um, it's been like I, there's probably like little desiccated kitten turds from when I was <laughs> we had kittens as a kid uh, and sometime around 1986 I drew a corrosion of conformity skull on it um, it's one of my favorite amps it's so good it's a, it's a tall tweed champ killer
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's a
3: bold statement <laughs> I'll i I'll stand by it. Not I'm, not, right. I'm not in the Ripper channel right now, but um I don't know what it'll sound like over the over the um whatever the speakers. Only one way to find out probably <laughs> one Wow! We're just
0: like looking at the <laughs> waves <laughs> <laughs> them, I'm like, Ooh.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Hell yeah, that was great.
3: Yeah, it's almost noon here. Whatever.
0: Yeah, man.
3: Fun yeah, mean Again, to sticking I have I have recorded on tape with that amp, and it's just like it sounds so massive.
0: Nice. Um, Which is
3: the way with small ants anyway. Um, Yeah. I'm a firm believer of the the one speaker phase, lack of phase cancellation. I got this guy
0: from Harmony.
3: Oh, nice, nice.
0: It's cute. I like it. I'm going to I haven't played through it in a while, but when I did play through it, I played through it with uh, this that was just announced on the day that this episode drops.
3: Oh, look at that!
0: It's Defender Acoustasonic Jazz Master. Well, howdy! And, and I, I gotta say, this is—it's a lot of fun. This video contains sponsored content. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that, was my, nice. that was my sponsored content music. I don't know if you could hear it.
0: I, oh, yeah, I could. It's really cool because it has this um, these this multiple voice little uh, selector here. Let me pull up the notes on it. And then uh, this tone knob is actually a blend knob between each of the different sounds for each um pickup position. So... You have the this the ro- Rosewood Dreadnought, and then you turn it, and it has, sounds more like a mahogany slope shoulder. There's also a mahogany jumbo sound, all mahogany small body, Rosewood Auditorium, uh, body sensor pickup, so you can get some percussive stuff in there. Ooh. Low, yeah, there's a lot.
3: Andy DeFranco. Yeah, and
0: then. <laughs> or Khaki King, maybe.
3: Khaki King.
0: Dude, if only. She's a genius. Um, and then you just got some uh, electric, more electric sounds here. So, I'm kind
3: of contemplating what life would be like if I played. Uh, well, I was thinking about building an offset and um, playing one with the hold steady. Oh, was,
0: I feel like I've never seen an offset get like six string on stage with the hold steady. I played one in one – you did,
3: yeah. Uh, Which year.
0: most recently,
3: uh, twenty nineteen, I think.
0: Mm. What What was it? What did you play?
3: It was like a Mij. I think um, it was it. It was in bad need of a setup. Mike, mm. Mike needed to get a hold of it um <laughs> or good Mike, friend Mike Adams. It yeah, yes. I, I enjoyed that. I, I man, I had I was like shouting at my computer and, and like drinking beer and e- eating snacks. It was great. I had a lot of fun. <laughs> 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 Shout out Adam. to Mike.
0: Mike Adams is the best man.
3: Yeah.
0: He's um a gem.
3: But yeah, I was thinking about um getting some Novak uh wide range Guys, and I mean, I've got two of those Squire masks. Um, Mm, yeah, but I was thinking about buildings. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it would work or not. Um, for the whole steady, but um, I could see it working.
1: Yeah,
0: I could see it working. That'd be fun.
1: So Novak's got the the wide range.
3: Fender's also been doing wide ranges again. I saw that. Yeah, I, I really just like Fender to build me one, but nobody will call me back. I didn't oh. say that. So. <laughs>
0: um, if, my guy, if my guy is listening.
3: Uh, I talked to a guy, and but then, I mean, it was also like right when the pandemic was happening, so I don't know. Yeah, um, it's it's just, hard. Yeah, um, that's right. Um, I still get good love from Lawler. They, they're still nice to me.
0: Yeah. You talked to Jimmy. Is it Jimmy over there? Yes. That's
3: who I usually uh, talk to. Him. Yeah. Davis. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yep. Jimmy Davis. I had to look. I'm like, yep. They're right.
3: really great people over there. Like, you you can feel like the the straight up like home vibes. Like, you know.
0: Yeah. We were supposed to go do an episode from there and then the pandemic. First the snowstorm and then the pandemic. Yeah. So. That's been kind of on hold for a while. Um, Cool. Well, uh do we have any sponsors this week, Andrew?
1: Uh, well, speaking of sponsors and pickups, uh, another brand that is full of lovely people and also makes great sounds is Lambertones Pickups, based out of Yakima, Washington. Curtis is the owner, proprietor, and uh overall hype beast over there. Um, not to be confused with Paul Davids. Now, I'm not saying I haven't. Now, I'm not saying Curtis Lamberton is Paul Davids, but what what I am saying is I haven't seen both of them in the same room, and the resemblance is uncanny. Just go look it up. Trust me on this. Um,
0: I don't know. Okay. I'm I'm fine not knowing, actually. Never mind.
1: Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Anyways, they make great pickups. Also great people. And, uh, yeah, go check them out.
0: Yeah, specifically I, building I, a Strat, and he's going to put some Lambertones in it.
1: I'm building an offset Strat.
0: Okay.
3: Uh, okay, let's talk about Strats. <laughs> I mean, what a what a crazy guitar, right? Like, how do you feel about Strats? I mean, just like a Strat, or some straight up Strat, Strat,
1: straight up SSS. Uh,
0: I like yeah. my Strat more than I thought I would. I, I, I really positions
3: like... two and four. All right, hang on. Yeah, wait. <laughs> I'll, I'll play the song and y'all know what it is because, um, mm. but, uh, yeah, but like it's crazy. So I, I played a strat exclusively for years, right? This one. Mm. Um, but like now I don't. And like I'm fascinated by people that can just gig with a strat, like, mm-hmm. and that's all they do. And like, and, and they're not playing like SRV bluesy or, or, yeah. you know.
0: It is a blues
3: guitar, isn't it? Like it the, p- people will just like play the bridge pickup, like, and it, it works for them, like
0: just the bridge pickup. That's my you least roll favorite. Roll off the
3: tone, but they don't do yeah, it. Like, I've got um, this, my buddy, Alvin Youngblood Hart. I mean, he's a massive dude, so maybe that has something to do with it. But like, um, he'll he'll just, and it doesn't it sound like it sounds great, and it doesn't sound like he's doing like Budweiser blues, and um. You know, it's like, I'm kind of fascinated by people that do that. Like, I love the Strat. It's like, I don't think you... Be, you couldn't find anything that's more quintessentially mid-century American. Like, I mean... It would it, be a
0: struggle, yeah.
3: It is such an important thing, the Stratocaster is. You know, the, the shape of it and the, the functionality of it. Um, but... Um, I've tried, like, when just the gigs here in town it was just like I was sitting in with somebody or whatever. Like, I was like, you know what, I'm going to bring a Strat. And it just is like, it's it's hard, man.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't no, know. It's definitely different.
0: Um, yeah. It's different.
1: I mean, nothing else really sounds like a Strat, I think, is, because so, I had a Strat for, uh, for a little while there, and I sold it, and I just I can't get the same sounds out of it, out of anything else I've got, and it's killing me. Yeah.
3: Super strat. Um, yeah.
0: I mean, it did sound very straticast. That
3: very. That's that was, a, that was a Robert Plant song from the eighties. <laughs> Big Log is that song. Okay. All right. Probably just blew out the audio again. Um,
0: actually, that one did a lot. That one did a lot better.
3: Yeah. I don't have it cranked up. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's, you know, I will say that when I was playing a strap mostly, I spent, I'd say 80% of the time on the neck pickup, probably.
0: Oh, yeah. I like the neck pick. I, I uh, have um, I have an offset Telecaster, and I just have the Lawler royalty in the neck. Uh huh. Yeah, because I like the Tele bridge. I don't really like the Tele neck, and I like the right. strap neck, but I don't like the strap bridge. So, and then it's like a Jazzmaster shape, and I'm about to put like a baritone uh, conversion neck on it. It's going to be an right. adventure of a guitar. <laughs> I got uh. Bigsby on it. <laughs>
3: Put all the things on it. Um, yeah, just
0: just do just big melting pot. It's a melt. It's my melting pot guitar. All
3: right. Uh, I just so I put a four way in this Fiesta Red Tele. That's a new thing. Yes,
0: yes. How do you like um, it?
3: The okay, so like the, the parallel or whatever, or is it series or parallel? The one is like it's loud, thing. but I don't know. It's it's okay.
0: Yeah, um, it's different.
3: See, I really like the specialty neck pickup, the Lawler yeah. specialty. I mean, it's, it's better than, it's, it's different than a normal telly. But anyway, I mean, yeah. but what I came to the party for was this out of phase thing.
0: Yep. Yep. I love that
3: honk, man. That's super cool.
0: The first time I installed it, I messaged my friend Sean from Gun Street Wiring, and I'm like, is this how it's supposed to sound? He's like, yep. I'm like, okay, because I like it. I just wasn't sure if it was correct. It's almost, its
3: I mean, it, it's weird because these are, you know, single calls, but it's almost kind of Peter Green. Um, yeah, I feel like they're t- so making that well. Um, if I ever have a gig again, so uh,
0: I think we'll be there. I think we'll be there.
3: I got my first.
0: I'm not going to ask you about the whole study gigs coming up because I just am. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful for at least September. Man, I know. Who
2: I'm, knows? We'll
0: be I'm time? Right? Probably
3: massive nights. Brooklyn Bowl. That's Real
0: what people history. have been saying.
3: Yeah, yeah. but you know what? Honestly, I wouldn't. I'm not gonna rule out that not happening either. Yeah. Um Well, I mean, if we do want to look positively at things, it's not like
2: the we lack of positive. gigs. I'm
0: so sorry. I'm not proud <laughs> no, of that.
1: No, no, don't all. be sorry. Uh okay. it's not like not having gigs to stop you guys from topping any charts. So there is that.
0: Oh yeah. So let's 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 talk about this past year. Cause we had Steve on last year at the begin beginning of the pandemic. And it's been a year of, you know, big highs, massive highs, crushing lows, that kind of thing. But, uh, yeah, congratulations. The Hold Steady's newest album, Open Door Policy, debuted at, uh, in the top 10 of the album's chart on Billboard. Is that right?
3: Yes, at number six. Um, I had <laughs> absolutely no warning of that. <laughs> like, like literally, like there wasn't any like, hey guys, like it's doing well. We might look to see the, you know it was like literally. I was on the plane flying to New York, which is weird enough in and of itself. And mm-hmm. it was like some logistical emails that were flying back and forth, you know, group email. And I think it was Franz. Just like, yeah. By the way, this is Amazing Doll, and I was like, what is it? Oh, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was like, well, is, is this on like the you know, the dookie-ass, like, you know, off-brand chart or something. Like, the, the,
0: Get the chart with 15 asterisks. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> Lots of slashes. But uh, I was like, oh, this, this is like Foo Fighters, Taylor Swift. It's like,
0: Jesus. Wow. That's a real chart.
3: <laughs> that's a new one for me, man. like, that's, that's not something I've experienced, you yeah. know? I mean, does Billboard do
0: anything I'll, nice? Do you get like a flower basket from Billboard or anything? An edible arrangement, perhaps?
3: <laughs> I'll like just edibles. Yeah. <laughs> I at this point. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
3: yeah. I mean, it, people seem to be really stoked about the record and have been kind to us for the most part.
0: It's people a either, great think, record. Yeah. Thank you.
3: People either really love it or they're just like, these guys are getting old and mellow or whatever.
0: Um, or they boo the woo um
3: oh yeah, the woo
0: <laughs> I like the woos,
3: yes, you know, but lots lots of talk about the woos, um
0: <laughs> the woos are divisive
3: what, are they really
0: They're most- a little controversial, I think I think it's, most people are like the woos grow on you, but at first okay. you're like, what the hell is that?
3: Yeah. Well, you know, look, we've had... Yeah, I mean, look, we we, we lived it. Um, cause it's, <laughs> I don't know if you saw the sound chart or whatever. It's a scent. Um, yeah, I
0: had no idea. I just, I really thought it was just like um, process I'm, vocals.
3: Not a single living being, carbon-based life form, made a woo sound on that record. It's like a little Casio keyboard.
0: That's so funny.
3: I mean... Look, there was a lot of debate about them in pre-production. and I believe it. Reporting. It was like, you know, there's people dying on hills and, you know, uh, for, for the losers.
0: <laughs> so, do you want to you share your position on the woos? I mean, I was,
3: I was sort of lukewarm water, you know? I, I was <laughs> like... Uh,
0: They're going to be I'll, so weird live, dude.
3: <laughs> well, no. Franz hooked it up. First of all,
0: no, think- when the when the crowd starts wooing, oh right, yeah,
3: yeah, that's gonna be yeah. There's a lot of talk about that too. Like if there, there's there's gonna be a lot of not what's well, it's not cosplay, but um, what's it called? There's a word for it when like people act stuff out. I don't know, but it's anyway, cos- cosplay is saying? like
0: when they dress up, LARPing. Yeah. No, what?
3: I, no, yeah, I don't know. So. I don't this this reminded me of something else. Cosplay. Like is Rockabilly like hardcore rockabillies, is that cosplay?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but I do think it's what skinheads turn to after they stop being oh, oh, skinheads. Oh no,
3: yes. I've seen it. I I, I I literally when I was in the hardcore scene in the 80s, there was a dude who wanted to kill me. And uh which wouldn't have been hard because I was tiny. And <laughs> he was skinhead. He was part of MASH, Memphis area skinheads. And uh and then you know I saw him like however many years ago, uh, years later rather, and it was just you know he was. Right, that more served than anything else, but um,
0: psychobilly stuff. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. He's totally. I mean, like he and his, his girlfriend looked like fucking you know Betty Page, and they all had tattoos, and you know, uh, but I mean, hey, look, it's better being a skinhead.
0: Yeah. I mean the bar is in hell, but it's better.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: like the, there's there are a few you can go lower bar than skinhead, but it's like hard.
3: What would be lower bar than skinhead?
0: Just a literal Nazi, I think. Okay,
3: like, yeah, yeah, just a total fascist, like with, with yeah. Who does it like literal
0: home? Nazis? Uh, t- it, like any kind of terrorist? Skinheads are terrorists, kind of
3: somebody who might want to I don't know break into the Capitol building.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm loo- we're losing our skinhead audience today Andrew I hope yeah. you're okay with that I'm really
1: you know I'm like yeah, legit. just because I'm the, I'm the Christian in the audience that's
0: <laughs> no I'm just because just you're the quiet one in the audience, the crowd right now
1: <laughs> yes I, I'm the one who's at risk of being a skinhead here
0: no no I'm saying that the skinhead listeners we have are I'm now quitting the podcast <laughs>
3: right let's okay. not get political As oh, sorry, I brought it up
0: um, no, it's fine. I don't I don't I don't feel like anti skinhead should be like political. Yeah, or that's anti. not
3: political and uh
0: being yeah. anti Nazi is also not political. Yeah, yeah. Almost every Sorry. good Indiana Jones movie is political.
3: God, again with the Indiana Jones, this is like <laughs> this, this is a threat.
0: Yeah. Indiana Jones already? Oh, yeah. last week we did. We Shoot. did, yeah. Yeah So they just got Harrison Ford on the mind as always, I guess. And like
3: Andrew was like he he had a question and y'all just trod upon him like it, 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 it took so long to get through the Indiana Jones thing and I was just like remember Andrew's question
0: what was Andrew's question
3: I can't remember now
0: Andrew do you remember I feel bad
1: I'm trying like, to think I, I remember I started to talk about like was not, not like it was like talking about colonialism and, and whatnot and then it kind of just went yeah yeah and that's like, what, I was trying to bring it back to like, but there's there's not colonialism in a when we're talking about vintage Fenders, right? Um,
3: that that was part of the time I was shouting at the screen.
0: Amazing! <laughs> <laughs> so, All right, what are your thoughts about this?
3: Um, I definitely agree with Mike that like something like um, you know, the 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 Gold Sparkle or whatever it was Jaguar. Yep. Like you know. It doesn't need to go out and just be demolished on the road or anything. I mean, cause like, is it going to sound that much better than it? It might be a really shitty Jaguar, you know? I mean,
0: I mean, if it's in great condition, it's that old. Maybe the case there's a reason. That's, that's,
3: that's the, the sort of the, the whatever, not joke, but like, you know, a really clean guitar, just clean because it didn't get played because it wasn't any good. Um, yeah. I actually went to the Songbirds Museum. It was remarkable. Yeah. Uh, but. I, I also, I had to really sit on my hands not to be a know-it-all asshole. Because <laughs> I used to work in vintage guitars. And, right. And I had, you know, a lot to say. And, like, the one thing, the one thing is, like, that we were looking at the Karina guitars, like the Explorers and the Flying Bees mm-hmm. And he was talking about the story, you know, that, that they made them in the 50s and they weren't popular and stuff. And he was pointing to them and holding them up. But... The one he was holding was had <clears throat> nylon saddles and uh, nickel hardware and uh, you know uh, reflector knobs, uh-huh. which is so. What happened? What happened was they uh, they had some leftover bodies, explorer bodies, and in in the early sixties they just threw some hardware on like you know sell these, get rid of them. So they have they have back hardware. And, and I couldn't help it. I was just like, but, but, so uh, the the nylon saddles, that's not 50s, right? Like, I was trying to like pitch it to him. Yeah, you know? Right. But, you know, he was doing his tour. I didn't, I didn't want to, you know, fuck his vibe up or whatever. But um, anyway, yeah, I, uh, I mean, that whole thing, of like, you know, who deserves to have it and that kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah, you can cut it all kinds of different ways. I mean, you know, are you, it's like, are you being classist or or what? You know, I mean, I've been hearing these stories for decades. Like, man, there's this guy who's just got it tucked away in a vault and nobody ever sees it, you know? And, yeah. I don't
0: know. Um, there's lots of guitars out there. I there's mean. lots of
3: guitars out there.
0: Um, yeah.
3: and I personally deserve to see every
1: single one of them yeah, I'm entitled right. to that. it's my
4: god yeah. Rights. Um, like,
1: yeah because the government doesn't give me rights god does Um, uh, I don't know sorry I, I, I spent I saw one too many of those posts this week on social media but just wanted to scream
0: um, <laughs> yeah you have a different so I bet your feed looks a lot different than mine my pink okami feed
1: yeah, I haven't unfriended a lot of people. I've just instead started to realize that I just need to spend less time in social media. So I've just taken the habit of the last couple of weeks of just turning off my phone for hours at a time entirely.
0: Probably good for good mental health decision. There is my guess.
1: I applaud you for that. It, it's been a lot better actually because it's it's so. I, if I if I really need to check something, or like. Um, like, I need to turn it on for two th- factor authentication or whatever for whatever I'm working on the computer. I can wait a couple minutes for that, but I'm not going to sit there and wait for two three minutes for my phone to boot up just to scroll my Facebook feed for, for 30 seconds and move
3: on. So,
2: yeah, I Facebook off my
3: phone. I still have it on my iPad, so like, you know, whatever, but I feel like not having it on my phone has been a small step,
2: yeah. I can't take it off
1: my phone because I need it to authenticate for my Fox Cairo social media Yep. uh,
3: to manage that. Yeah. And it's just, it's just communication too. It's the way some people are going to get, choose to get in touch with you. You know, I I, I took everything off a while back and then I had to put, put it back on for some reason. And I reinstalled Instagram and pulled it up and there was a DM with an offer for a gig, like a festival gig for me that would pay like 2,500 bucks. And yeah. I was like, well, shit, I should probably keep this. I mean, like I, I, I need for, for my livelihood or whatever, I, I need to do it.
0: Cause unless you can set up auto responders on your personal Facebook message that says, please email me instead or something. Yeah. Like I, I have to steer people away from like Instagram messages because I'm awful at them and I just prefer to not communicate like that. But, um, yeah, I, I, you can't just ignore them because sometimes I'll log into my Instagram and be like, I have fifteen messages.
2: Yeah.
0: And people all want I should not complain that people want to talk to me, but at the same time I would prefer them communicate. Uh I just I'm just so sick of having like to check like 15 places to check for things. For I gotta check email like my five email accounts, I gotta check Slack, I gotta check Instagram, Facebook, Twitter DMs. It's a lot.
3: Yeah, well, yeah I love that this episode is just Steve that.
0: just like going through his guitar collection.
3: Well, I was, yeah, look, see this. This is neat. Ooh,
0: tell us about it because some people can't
3: Um, you should put the link in the description. Uh, do you want to hear a long story about the K Value Leader? Yes. yes. Okay, so um, there's a piano player named Otis Spann he played like a a lot of like the chess stuff, like Muddy Waters, you know, he's um, one of my favorite piano players, one of my favorite musicians, period. Uh, He, he did a number of solo recordings. There's one record that I have. It's like one of my desert island records. Um, And it's all just him singing and playing piano, except for one tune that has a guitar on it. And for decades, I've been like, I didn't know who the guitar player was. It's not credited. Uh, and then a while ago, somebody put up on YouTube this live performance in the mid 60s of Lonnie Johnson and who I was a fan of. And I had listened to Lonnie Johnson's acoustic playing from like the 20s and 30s. By the way, Lonnie Johnson like is like the, the seed for so much stuff. Like there's so much that can be traced directly back to him. Like Elvis took so much from a lot of people, but, but, (laughs) speaking of colonialism. Um, Yeah. Yeah. That's that. Yeah. That's the whole thing here. (laughs) Um, But anyway, uh, I never heard his electric playing. So this is from the mid sixties and he's playing electric. And as soon as I heard that guitar, I was like, that's the, that's the guy. Like, I mean, there's no mistaking it. The, The tone and like when I, and the phrasing and everything was like, uh the tune's called Another Night to Cry. And uh it's so amazing. It's so good. Um, so at that point I became obsessed, but he was playing this K Value Leader, one pickup. They made one, two, and three pickups, but this is what he was playing. And uh I had to have it, you know. Unfortunately, I don't sound like Lonnie Johnson when I play it, but um but it's got this really cool, like hollow sound. Oh, this is an open G. Sort of. Really? <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. Um, but yeah, I guess these are called the Zippo pickups. These little like the lighters. Are yeah. lighters? Yeah. I used to collect Zippos. Fun fact. to
0: collect. Yeah.
3: Um, it's been a while. Oh,
0: yeah. I can see them being called Zippo pickups.
3: Yeah right. So I mean, because the way just, yep. You know.
0: There was one for five hundred bucks on reverb. They tend to sell around like the three hundred dollar range.
3: Yeah, I, I wouldn't pay over three hundred. I, I think I got this for three and change. Some people nice. try and get like you know they think they're like some kind of crazy you know thing, but they're really but collectors. Collectors. A collectors. They're probably just rich bankers.
4: <laughs> yeah. I'm a.
3: There's a. I mean, I guess it's the pickup. The certain sounds—it's really nasally—and I'm convinced that he like really gets like right, like to the. Oh yeah. Bridge. Right
0: by the bridge, yeah. <laughs>
3: And tons of downstrokes, and like you know, he holds the guitar like you know, like this, like parallel to the floor, kind of thing. Yeah, watch the video, man. He is such a beautiful, beautiful person. Like in his, his speaking voice, and his singing, and his playing. It's, I will. It's 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 gorgeous.
0: That's what I haven't dug into enough. Like some of those old older players, like that. It's yeah. It's, I don't want to call it a blind spot because it's like an awareness, but just like. Digging in, listening, and learning is something I would like to make a little bit more time for these days.
3: I'll make you a mixtape.
0: Yes, please. Don't just don't do it on Spotify because I don't have Spotify.
3: No, I don't either. I you know I ceremoniously stopped paying for and deleted my Spotify. I'm sure at corporate they're freaking out that I deleted my Spotify. <laughs> but maybe it's a
0: title. It's not you know, it's much say, better.
3: I mean, you know, it's a real. I mean, I'm you know, look. I'm not Mr. Giant famous rock star person, but I was definitely, my, my, my BMI bottom line was very much eviscerated. I mean, just like everybody, you know, but like, I mean, it's tough, man. So I just, I just like, I, I mean, I don't like the, the interface of Spotify anyway. I was just like, why am I giving them the, their money, my money when they're taking it away from me or whatever? <laughs> um, I
0: basically use Spotify to listen to music I bought, but like on the go. Right. It's tough. Playlists and stuff. I like it for discovery, but then I just like would prefer to pay for things.
3: You know, I had so much weird shit that was, wasn't ever available commercially, like back like there was a glorious moment where I had my Airport Extreme and the little expresses around the house and I had, you know, a hard drive with all my music that was in iTunes and like mm-hmm. I could play it but then, like, you know, I switched computers, and I lost all the metadata, and everything's just track one, track one, track one, et cetera.
0: Yeah, I hate uh, that, man.
3: And then, uh, but I, all had, I had it all on an iPod, and that iPod finally died. But, like, you know, I just I have always weird recordings of, like, you know, my dad and his friends playing on the, like, the local community radio station. It's like, you can't, that's not going to be on Spotify. Sure. No. Unless I put it out. Yeah. <laughs> um, Put, but, it put it in
0: the cloud.
3: Everything in the cloud.
0: Everything and the goes. Everything goes into the cloud.
3: Get to the chopper. <laughs>
0: Get to the choppa. Is that I'm from? Up, uh, oh my god, which which one is that from? I do so you know. Schwarzenegger I, last week. Uh,
1: uh, true Lies.
0: I love True Lies. It's my favorite Schwarzenegger movie. That's my favorite part is when Jamie Lee Curtis is doing the striptease and then she falls and that, and you can see Arnold start to get up to help her because that was not in the script and she just jumps back up like that was all ad lib I will she, forever love her for that scene
3: she, she's a very agile person
0: Yes, yeah. I also will also forever love her for telling me about Activia that's
3: right <laughs> her and her <laughs> oh
0: yeah her and those probiotics Love I think so, so much hard.
3: she'll do a thing for IBS uh
0: <laughs> Maybe, let me Google that. <laughs> uh yep. Yep. some it might have been um uh, the, 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 the like crones or something too. I
2: don't know. Yes, maybe. I'm not, yeah. I'm not
0: actually going to click on any of these links in Google. So, uh, I wanted to talk, uh, while we just have a little bit more time left, I want to talk about these, uh, these live streaming gigs that the whole city did for, uh, the Brooklyn bowl, massive nights and the weekender, because, yeah. uh, for people who don't know, um, It's done through uh, something called fans.live, and you pay, you get a link, you get to watch the band play in real time, and you can also join a Zoom room, and if you have your webcam on, so you can have the show on one screen, the Zoom on the other screen, and sometimes your video gets featured, and you get to see other fans in the Zoom room, and then the band sees you live (laughs) sometimes, because you get put up on the screens. What's that like?
3: Man, it's so many things. I mean, it felt, it's weird because, like, for the weekend, it's like we'd done it already, so we sort of knew what to expect. Yeah. I don't want to say it felt normal, but, you know. But it
0: wasn't a surprise.
3: Yeah, it it, it's funny because, like, it can be distracting because I'm just, like, a a flickering image is going to, you know, get me distracted or whatever. And so, like, you know. I could be just playing along. It's like, Oh, there's so-and-so and then fuck up. Like, you know, like just <laughs> down. like mm-hmm. really had to like just focus on, you know, kind of looking forward. Um, I mean, it was sweet to see everybody, yeah. you know, because yeah. you know, with the whole is, is the, the steady like we have a, a pretty beautiful community and we're in like, you know, we know people and it's not just nameless faces or whatever, yeah. you know, these people that we've kind of gone, you know, sort of lived our lives with to some extent. And um, so it's just good to see their faces, you know, and emotionally, you know, um, human connection. Yeah. From a
0: fan perspective, that's great too, because obviously we all know each other as well. Right. Yeah.
3: Yeah. You know, um, I mean, but it's, it's all, it's, I just told everybody it's equal parts, absolutely beautiful and totally dystopian. Yeah, you know, just like a yeah. of you know, flickering images and, and, and faces moving. It's like it's like super Blade Runner in some respects. Um, and then
0: sometimes there's like a uh, two turtles doing it.
3: Some people say that that was not that the the, the the bottom turtle <laughs> was. Uh, That's not much
0: better. So it was turtle and turtle sex doll then.
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Desperate turtles. <laughs> <laughs> so Wayne. for those who
0: don't know, which is what like every, nobody knows uh, during, there's one. It was
3: so yeah. weird. Let me back Go up ahead. and say just like to anybody who might have a sex doll that like I didn't mean to infer that you're desperate because like maybe like that's your kink and you want to have a sex doll. It's like, no, it's, it's like, fine.
0: There's nothing wrong with that. There's really like, nothing wrong with that. It's just it was it's it's funny when it's a turtle doing it. So uh, one of the so people would like put their pets on the stream because Craig actually yeah. would put their pets on, and someone one of these a turtle, and then they just like a very it was like they stuck. With this turtle mounting, what mount, appeared to be mount. another turtle. I thought it was and another
3: turtle. I thought it was two live turtles. I, mean,
0: I thought it was two turtles. And it became like the, the. it was just from the massive nights back in um, December. It became like the, uh, what's the, the mascot almost <laughs> of it. Yeah. There was and someone a, very and y'all very quickly released a shirt that was two turtles.
3: It also happened right towards the very end of the last night, yeah, like night three. Um Well, yeah, I mean, the, you know, with it, that was the thing too, because like you know, if you'd be playing, like you'd look and you'd see, people just, you know, yeah, 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 it's like cool, 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 and you look again <laughs> and it'd be like golden retriever just like completely asleep. You know,
1: <laughs> like, I'll be back right. in two seconds. I gotta fix the uh fix the. The telly for the kiddo. Roll- Television,
0: yeah. not guitar, unfortunately. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, I'm, was more, I'm more curious
3: as to the, the, what your experience was.
0: I, I think it's really great. I'm very glad that you all did those and were able to. It sounded really good. It looked really good. It was a lot of fun. And I think that uh, within probably the first few minutes of experience, like any... Any, like, doubts I had about whether or not this would be fun or cool or good, like, my my doubts were gone immediately.
3: Right, because it's not a show, you know, it's not a...
0: Yeah. It's not a show, but, I mean, I've also always liked watching... Music DVDs and stuff. Sure, and that's just something I, I, I remember I, I dated a guy in college. and I was like, Hey, you want to come over and watch, watch something? He's like, Yeah, as long as it's not like a a, a music thing. And I was like, mm, We're done. I'll call somebody else. Yeah, you're me. <laughs> I was like, eh, yeah. it's got this cool stacks DVD. I really wanted to watch.
3: Right. I mean, I've watched Song Remain the same probably 300,000 times at this point. Yeah. Um, but how
0: many people have watched The Last Waltz 15,000 times? Right.
3: Oh, I think yeah. they they, they overdub fifteen thousand times on the on the music too. Um, well,
0: they do it. They do for Austin City Limits too, so it's fine. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, the, honestly, there were times where I got very emotional. You know, looking, seeing people and and you know, I don't know, uh, and and also just sort of thinking about, I was sort of thinking about like. If, this sounds like really like corny and high-minded or whatever, but like there's a disco ball. Yeah. The ball. And mm-hmm. so the lights were on the disco ball and like, you know, you yeah, know it is beforehand. Like, you know, like there's just all these little dots and I just mm-hmm. saw all those little dots as all these people that aren't there. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I got really oh like, <laughs> um, really emotional, about
0: it,
3: you know? Yeah. Uh, but but then, then there they were, you know? Um,
0: I mean, I think I was probably crying within the first 15 minutes of the yeah. first show, at least. Like, And people would post like in the chat, because Zoom also had a chat, right. things like, I'm not crying, you're crying, we're all crying.
3: <laughs> we are all.
0: We uh, are all crying. Yeah. I, I did that one. I did that joke once. <laughs> you know,
3: and it's weird because like, it because I wasn't Looking at an audience and whatever, you know, whether you choose to, you know, how you choose to interact, like look at somebody or not look at somebody or whatever else. Like, I, I just, I, I would look at my bandmates, you know, maybe more so than, than a, a show before or whatever, you know, and like, and just the, the um, killer parties. I mean, the end, the, 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 we oh, are yeah. all. Yeah. It was surreal. I couldn't help but just to look at Finn. Yeah. And it was, it was heavy. I mean, it was, it's, it was moving and like, just, it was a lot of things, you know, and like, I just but in every night. It was the same thing. It was like, because it's just, there's nobody there. Yeah. Right. I mean, y'all are there, but there's nobody, you know, there's a physical, you know, it's, it's, I don't have the language for it. Well, I mean, you know? there's just
1: like a palpable, like something in the, like more than just the people when it, when it was the live show, there's, there's, it's a, yeah,
0: disconnect. there's
1: a palpable yeah. connection within the entire room. Just, I don't sure. know if aura is the right term. That sounds super hippie of me, but
0: I mean, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll Ooh, take, it's fine.
1: Yeah. Um. Uh, that, that's exactly, you can't replace that digitally. I don't think.
3: No, no. Um, you know, and also, I mean, we're just fortunate to be able to do it, you know, if we, I mean, if this is all we can do, like, I mean, it's better than nothing. Yeah. And and I just don't, I mean, I think the fan base allowed it to be as good as it was. Like, yeah,
0: I mean, like, I, I know Maren Morris did one, like, I think around the time you were doing it, I'm like, I would like to see that, but I also like, I don't know if it would feel the same.
3: Yeah. I mean, I, th- that's what I mean because, like, the community aspect of it, it's not just like, oh, here's, I'm watching this slick show and, like, you know, we're, we're sending it out to you. It's like, and there's crowd shots or whatever. It's like, you know, uh, seeing, the
0: whole about community and when
3: exactly, exactly. you can't
0: convene.
3: Yeah. There's, you know, there's so much more of a g- coming together. Um, we can get together.
2: Um, <laughs> well, heaven I mean, is whatever
1: that's kind of along the same lines of what a lot of people like take issue with like digital church is like you go, uh-huh. unless you're just really detached from your church community. Like you go to church, you you sit through the sermon worship service and you talk to people, you go out to lunch and you like, you get to connect with everybody and sure. uh, like a, a healthy church community has to have that aspect. And I, m- I remember when we sat down, uh, back in 2019 after the show and I had just experienced a hold steady show for the first time. and was kind of processing. I remember thinking like, I don't know if like the right word is to describe it was like it's a cult or if it's a church or <laughs> if it's a little bit of both is, is kind of the thoughts that were going through my head because there's just, there's very much that palpable community that honestly is stronger than a lot of churches that I've attended regularly. Um, th- There's truly something magical you guys got going on there.
3: It, it's it's true and it's it's it. you know i mean we make the music but like the the community does so much of the heavy lifting i feel like um but it's, it's just a, it's just a whole it's a loop you know it's a it's a symbiotic relationship um you know and there's yeah it's i can't imagine what kind of puddle it's going to be when everybody gets in a room Together, for
0: the, you know, everyone's gonna go so hard and cry this so event much. This
3: sponsored by Kleenex,
0: get so drunk, just get so drunk. <laughs> I think some people are gonna have to get carried out.
3: We're gonna like, be like, it's, it's gonna be like, you know, halfway through the set, and it's just like half the crowd's gone, like, just like, you know,
1: pass that on the ground, yeah, I cry.
3: <laughs>
0: Um, when we throw in confetti it won't fly quite right because it'll just be wet it'll just go up and straight down
3: I really like I can remember you know like doing hood rat and just like being like there's no confetti I
0: know that's like my I would I would listen to that was on my songs on my running playlist so I would do runs and I would just be running and then it would get to that point I would just like raise my arms up Okay. Um, like I had this fulls of confetti.
3: Yeah, right. Not. No, no yeah. confetti cannons. Um, no. yeah, uh, so yeah, I don't know. We'll, you know, I don't know what we're doing next. Like in the immediate future. I mean, you know, we talked about some stuff, but, um, I guess just continuing continuing to sort of remotely re- remote promote, remotely For- promote.
1: So, I mean, or there's a remote promote, promote, promote but you guys also have a, a global audience. Uh, I guess has there been any discussion about what it would look like to travel to quarantine and then play a show at a country that's doing, that's miles
3: ahead of where the U.S. is at, such as like, like Australia?
0: Australia.
3: Yeah. Well, we you're were in Australia in 2020. Um, I haven't heard anything. I just think that, well, are, are Americans allowed in other countries any yet? I mean, like Yeah, we
0: you have to, I think Australia, you just have to, um, quarantine for two whole weeks. So that's like a long, that's, that's expensive. That, that's
3: not viable for us. I mean, like that's, that's a lot of, you know, cause you're talking about per diems and, and hotel stuff, you know, that, that would, that would be a, we wouldn't make any, nobody would, we would hemorrhage money doing that. Yeah. Cause I mean, you know, like Australia was going to be like, you know, a pretty lean situation anyway from an overhead standpoint. Um, so, you know, I mean, it's, from what I've seen, it, it, you know, everything just keep, keeps getting pushed back. I mean, you know, I don't know what's officially canceled and what's, you know, I mean, the, the dates just keep changing.
0: Yeah. Uh, I know first av is scheduling shows for September, announcing shows for that, September.
3: That one hurt, man. Cause we were going to do the 50th. Uh, you know, that's okay. a special stage, obviously. Um,
0: you might have to tell Andrew. You don't have to tell me.
3: <laughs> yeah. but, uh, well, they've you know they filmed Purple Rain there. I t- if I told you like, my story about like the first time I played first half and all that,
0: no, uh, you told us when you saw Prince on the Love Sexy tour. I think it was right.
3: Right. He busted. Yeah. Um. <laughs> well, uh Yeah. So it was like Fourth of July weekend, and uh, you know I was just you know. I had just joined the old steady. And so like, I'd never played first ad before, you know? So, you know, and it was a big day, you know, cause like my, I was at that point touring with my old highway and it kept blowing up. Um, yeah. so like they knew the guys at twin town, twin tone, uh, the music store there. And it was Sunday and it was July 4th. Like, you know, you couldn't be more oh. closed as a store on Sunday, July 4th. And, uh, the dude opened up the store and I bought like, uh, 50 watt Marshall or, or the band bought it and I paid it back, but like 50 watt Marshall Plexi, a Hendrix, uh, Marshall cab from the, like the slant cab from the mm-hmm. Hendrix. Fucking amazing cab. Um, and a white AC30 hand wired. So like I had this amazing, nice. unusually loud rig. <laughs> like, like I was so not be allowed to play that shit anymore. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> over. The dream is over, man. But anyway, I was just running my mouth about being excited about playing First Avenue. I was just in, to, to my Minneapolis friends, man, man, you know, and they're like, oh, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And I was like, "God damn, man, it's gonna be so crazy! Like to go down that hallway and like see all those dressing rooms." And they're like, "Dude, there are there's no <laughs> hallway with dressing rooms. It's like no, one is, ball at yeah. the side of the stage." I was like, "Oh, really?" He's like, "Yeah, that was all in Los Angeles." So I was like, "Fair enough, okay, but still."
0: Was that one? They had the was it Prince's parking space or something?
3: Uh, I didn't see that. So I, I don't know, know if
0: that's true. Actually, no, that's not true. That's not true. They didn't have that. Mm-hmm. That was at Paisley Park. That picture. Oh, oh right. man. Yeah. Although I, I remember seeing y'all at the Seventh Street entry, and that was pretty cool. Man. That was very hot.
3: Yeah, a stark contrast to the the uh, Surly Fest gig that
2: happened. That oh was my set, god.
0: Right? That was so cold. Oh! And my whew. friend, my friend just cut in line in the bathroom after he got off stage, and I was like, Lily!
3: <laughs> man, just
0: walked right in front of you."
3: I had like, uh, you know, like a leather jacket and a pea coat on top of that, and like in the you hand
0: know, warmers. I remember you yeah. showed me those?
3: Yeah, I remember. Like you know, I had a drink on stage, Jack and. <laughs> Ice and like the ice never, it was like, it was, the ice was the exact same.
0: (laughs) If not more, it was was,
3: was more of a slushy by that point. Um, That
0: was, that was was a fun weekend for a lot of reasons. Uh, Hope we have a lot more of those really soon because I can't keep living off the fumes of past things. Like, Dallas. I gotta play shows with my band, man. I miss I miss playing shows too. They mine are smaller and less dedicated people, but
3: still. I mean, look, when I play in town, there's like I'm lucky to have 20 people there, but like it's it's in a tiny little you know bar, but I miss it. I miss that as much if not more. Um, you know, I've I've played a few gigs here and there. I, I do this recovery service. That we've been you know forced to kind of keep it going online, and. You know, it's good to play with the people still not quite the same, but yeah, sure. Uh, the church gig is kind of on and off as well. Um, and yeah, you know, and I did some streaming shows like everybody else in the summer.
0: Yeah. We need, my band's trying to do another one of those because you just, you can't do them very often. Right, You really have to space them out Because it's the same audience every time
3: Yeah, you know I'm I just, I'm really lost in, Not nerve, but like the, I really just could not bring myself To do another one And it was also like, I was set to do a third one I mean, they went well enough I mean, you know, playing by myself With all my weird little drum machines and shit But I was set to do another one And then like, we just kind of went straight Into the summer of racial reckoning you know and I was like yeah I didn't feel like I I just didn't want to be like hey whiz bangs happy to do like here's my Venmo like you
0: know
3: no like we literally
0: we delayed our album release to November because of everything that was happening
3: um I just wondered like how like how if things like just full stop open back up like how (laughs) if that one person's gonna be like hey I'm doing a streaming show fuck you (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, I don't want to see that. Like I'm not you know, I mean, what I liked about it was like because I did mine on weekdays,
0: yeah.
3: And mm-hmm. you know, I like the idea of you could have your iPad open in your kitchen while you're cooking, you know, and then hooked up yeah. to your speaker, while everybody's playing. Like that's that was cool, you know. But I don't, I don't know. I just don't see it continuing. Sure. Um, oh. No.
1: I mean, yeah. Yeah, uh, continuing also like just the degree to which it's been able to take off has been so limited. Uh, yeah. I think, I mean, one of the reasons I, if we're being really honest is for the folks that have remained gainfully employed in a remote situation. I mean, we spent so much of our time in meetings on <laughs> teams, on zoom, on Google meet on in WebEx, blue jeans, insert. Conferencing platform here, you're just, you're staring at, you're trying yeah. the whole week, you're just staring at people talk and, um, it, it can be, I mean, it, it, there's a fatigue that comes with that. And so you don't want to, you don't want that to then also be your source of, yeah. of entertainment, of relaxation. It's, it's, cause it's melding the two in a really kind of uncool way. The same way, like I've, just, I've become increasingly very unrelaxed. Like before the pandemic, I've come in here and sit down and play guitar and like, this is my fun space. Now I'm like, this is my office. This is yeah. where I get work done. This is how I feed my family. Right. And it's I, I like I sit down in this chair now. I feel like this sense of like, okay, well, I've got this presentation on Tuesday. I've got to prepare for it. it just, so the same sense of like just how much b- bleed there is. I, I, I can't imagine people wanting to maintain that, that bleed over. Um, yeah.
3: Like am I at work or am I what? Like why am I? Yeah. Well, and just yeah. literally from a physical standpoint, I mean, it's just your eyes, your your eyeballs. You know, it's yep. like
0: those blue reflect lenses. Got to get them. Yeah.
1: yeah. These are not That's prescription. These are blue blockers. But wow, uh, I get headaches at this point if the amount of time I spend in front of
3: screens. Um. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, my my daughter's, you know, doing the virtual learning. Oof. Although I think she's she's going back, um, in person learning. But yeah, it's I don't know. Anyway, just who knows where we're going to be at? But um,
1: I'm cautiously
3: optimistic.
1: I, I, I admit I'm cautiously optimistic that it's going to be here sooner rather than later. But I've also felt that way more than once, and so I I definitely feel like I've gone through the stages of like fool me once, shame on you; fool me twice, shame on me. And then I'll like a few, started. a few more steps past that.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um. yeah. It's, it's funny because I was like, you know, all this Facebook memories shit's coming up and it's like, you know, it's, up. it's, it's a year. We're, we're yeah, ended yeah. it. Yep. It's been a year, you know, and I remember, um, you know, we were all talking about lost gigs and stuff. And I remember somebody commenting, thinking like, I think it's going to be May, like we'll be back in May. It's like, ah, yeah, right. May 2022. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, I don't know. Well, oh, um, I'll you know, God, I'll, I'll yeah, I, I might you know come on stage with, with a walker. By the time we, we get the full, uh, full steam ahead, but you should hey, just do that for fun. Day. Yeah, well, you know, I don't want to I don't know,
0: Steel, I James Brown's shtick
3: with a cape and everything. Yeah, <laughs> Let me tell you a story about that, please. Um, my dad was a big fan of that routine. Yeah. Uh, so, well, yeah. And when I was in the third grade, we had there was a talent show. And
4: he uh-huh. was,
3: here's what you got to do. And he explained the whole thing. So I was like, okay. But, like, it got a little lost in translation. So when it came time for me to do my thing, there was no James Brown music. And there was no other people. There was no cape. I just... Kind of like made these grunting sounds and like would get down the <laughs> ground and spring back up. And um, it was sort of like, but I guess, but I did But I just like, and I started to the like, old ah! And I did not make the audition. That was the audition. I did not make it that was into the,
2: the- audition.
3: <laughs> Didn't make it into the talent for that routine. Oh my God. Um, but you committed. <laughs> committed. The commitment Pull. is
0: impressive yeah. and good. I respect, yeah. I, I respect.
3: that. I respect well, that.
0: I respect. Nobody
3: knew. God, I remember. Like I remember that so well because I remember this this one girl, Raquita. She was like, she was so sweet. Uh, she saying, "I'm coming up," which was really cool. She made she made the cut. I did not make the cut. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. Maybe I'll revisit that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: the the uh, music, yeah. propless James Brown imitation.
0: <laughs> Amazing. On that note, um, I think it's about time to, to, to wrap it up. I actually have to be somewhere at 11. Idea. Yeah. So, uh, to everyone else, Steve, firstly, thanks for joining. What? Do you, where can people find you? What do you want I to promote?
3: Probably, like, find you on the charts. Yeah. Well, oh. now, I don't know. We've probably fallen off by this point. Um, got I feel like I don't have a I don't have a YouTube channel. I don't have a podcast. I should do that. Um, so I can promote that. I don't know what my YouTube channel would look like though. Just me being scattered, I guess. Um, yeah, you know, Instagram, Steve Selvage, follow me. Say hello. Say hello. I, you know. Uh, you know, social media. Buy the whole steady record. Um, I am actually, uh, just to get this in at the last minute, I'm revamping, uh, my dad's old label from the seventies Peabody records. And, uh, I like every other single living musician in the world, uh, found myself in the middle of a pandemic project. So, um, with my friend Luther Dickinson and our friend Paul Taylor. So, uh, I am going to put that out on Peabody records, hopefully sometime in the summer. I'm not sure that that remains to be determined, but, um. We'll keep an eye out for it. So look, nice. The, yeah. Look. Look to my social media. Um, at at, at dawn. Um, <laughs> on the sixth day. The sixth.
0: Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> nice. um, well, cool.
3: Yeah. I don't know. Just find me. Just find me. Reach out.
0: Find find Steve. Reach out. Or
3: yeah. Uh, it's always great being with y'all. Uh, so much fun. So thanks for having me again.
0: Yeah. Well, to everybody tough. out there. Um, Watching, thanks for watching. And to everybody out there listening, Andrew.
3: Thanks for listening.
0: And thanks for understanding. Until next time, my name is Emily.
1: My name is Andrew.
0: That's Steve. Goodbye.
1: Bye.